Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Hello there, my name is Miles Jupp, cricket fan, and together with my co-host Mark Wood, actual cricket man, we invite you to listen to Middle Please Umpire, a new cricket podcast containing the two of us banging on and sounding off together about cricket and quite possibly all manner of other things, while lifting the lid on Mark's life as an international cricketer. And as if that wasn't enough, we shall be welcoming some great guests along the way and chatting to them about life on and off the playing field as they spill the beans, drop some truth bombs and see if they can withstand the scrutiny of our brutal interrogations. Middle Please Umpire is available right now from all your favourite podcast providers. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to the Manchester United Redcast. And having looked at our stats over the past few weeks, I can tell you we are big in Botswana, aren't we, Ben Paul? Well, yes. Are we? No, we're not. We're <laughs> Can you imagine there's just someone downloading United podcast in the middle of Botswana somewhere? Is that one one listener in Botswana would probably make us um, probably a double our viewer or listenership anyway? I, I really want to get like a jingle, mate. big in Botswana. You know, just like just 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 a topic. You know, massive in Myanmar. Is Myanmar even still a country? Yeah, it's it. Well, it's the new country. It was Burma. But anyway, that's a different go. Massive in Myanmar. Massive in Mogadishu, Somalia. We are the United Red Cross. Ben Paul, my brother, how's it going? Um, well, mixed feelings this weekend, but yes, I'm all right. Yes, good. We won. You miserable bastard, we won. That's a miserable bastard. I, I can never... It's got to be perfect for me, mate. You've been on Roy Watch? <laughs> Who is this Roy of which you spoke last week so, so Roy, deferentially? Roy, Roy, Roy is like just this mythical creature. He's going to become like, you know, Nessa from Gavin and Stacey. Just like <laughs> the ability to do all these different things. Um, by the way, I saw Steve Grizovich, Steve Grizovich last week. I have no idea why I have to mention that, but I, I saw Oggy last week. Anyway, uh, joining us, a new voice to the United Redcast. He is uh, a journo. He's a producer. He's a massive United fan. Uh, I know that because I, I, I saw him watching United game last week. I was with him watching United game last week. And, and he goes mental. And he's lucky he had no furniture in his lounge at the time because he would have destroyed it. It is Shez Lahar Shazad. How's it going? Very well, bro. How are you doing, Ben? Good. How's it going, man? 
Yeah, yeah, it's great. Thanks for joining us. We, Thank you we, for having me. We use every friend we can possibly find, couldn't we, Aaron? Yeah, <laughs> we need them. We need them. We need them, definitely. Political relations between us and comedians right now is not good. Yeah, it's just, they're not good. Like, you know, they're having conferences about us, put it that way. Um, oh, wow. Gents, let's look back at the 3-1 win over West Ham. Obviously, United going behind again at the start, but recovering and, um, well, p- picking up a big, big three points. I personally thought we were going to lose this. Uh, who wants to dig in first? Well, it depends if you want to go negative or positive. Oh, fuck. <laughs> ben, go on, kick off, mate. I, I, I know you're, you're, you're gagging for it. Go on, go for it. Oh, I, you know me well. I've got to say, um, I've got to agree with Gary Neville. We, we win in moments. That's what United are at the moment. We're just mm. moments. Because for the first hour, we were shocking. And nobody can deny that. We were shocking. We were sloppy, second to the ball, scrappy. We looked lethargic. But then, as we always do, 20 minutes, we turned the whole fucking thing around. And those individual goals were magnificent. The first one... Obviously, the ball went out. I mean, you can't curve a ball <laughs> in an arc and uh, over the over the the, the the line and expect that to stay in. But be that as it may, God God was on our side. The little touch from Bruno, just to, you cannot underestimate that touch because he played it beautifully for that gorgeous strike from Pogba, who we can you know we can pontificate about afterwards. And then Mason Greenwood, wow. He just, he is the best finisher in the club. His touch, his first touch to spin round and knock it in the back of the neck, that was sublime. I love this kid. He is everything United should be. Him and Marcus, all three goals scored by academy um, graduates. That's United for me. And in that 20 minutes, that filled me with absolute euphoria. The rest of it was just bang average nonsense but for those 20 minutes I was it was magic Shares Yeah I mean to be fair I agree with a lot of uh, what Ben's saying Um, we just if we didn't know uh, and we were dumb we we now know how important Bruno Fernandes is because he literally came on and changed the game he created those chances Uh, United were a different outfit when he came on and he's, he is, you know, I don't use this word, it's not well often or this term often. He is world class. Like, I could see him walking into any team in the Premier League or even in La Liga. He, he's absolutely brilliant. Do you know, the interesting, is, uh, interesting thing is on social media, there was a couple of people that were really bigging Pogba up. If I'm honest with you, I think he was shit, really. Um, that goal was brilliant. It was controversial, obviously, as Ben said. Uh, but... Um, he, if, you, if, you, if you look at his performance during the course of the game, he gave the ball away quite a few times. Uh, he did his favourite thing of not tracking when he gave the ball away. Uh, he looks like he's not match fit for half of the game. Um, so I was really concentrating on because uh, on, Bobby came back, didn't he? He didn't start in the in, in last week's game. Uh, so, you know, um, but as I said, Fernandez was was massively influential and important for us. Uh, Rashford uh, is my favourite player of Man United. Like he just, there's something about him. There's a spark. There's there's this energy. Uh, I really, really, really like him. I think the, the the only thing with Rashford is sometimes I think uh, there's a lack of him being clinical enough. Um, I know he scored uh, and he has scored some really important goals for us. Uh, but 
as Ben said, we were good in certain phases of that game, but there were certain. It's quite flattering, actually, because uh, flattering, actually, because three-one. Um, when 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 you look at it at the end of the day, or when you're watching match of the day, really good. Man United are doing really well. We're progressing up the league, but but there's so many cracks, you know. There's so many cracks, especially in the middle of the uh, in the middle of the park where we give the ball away, um, and sometimes. Not sometimes, but most of the time, we're second to the ball. So um, overall, I'm happy with the result, but um, I just think we're going to get found out very, very soon and found out very, very badly. I mean, I agree with you on the Bruno thing. I, I, I think he's he's the best player out there. Like, I, I'm, I'm in love with. Him. I'll have his babies for him. You know, I love the guy. But <laughs> so that would be weird. I thought, well, yeah, it would be. You know, it's scientifically probably impossible. But fuck it. You know, I need to have a lot of work done under the bonnet. You know, to to, to have that done. But I think this game hinged on when one matter came in. I think he was absolutely unreal, and I think that him playing with Bruno Fernandez in that midfield is just. I'm real. It's taken a lot of pressure off of Mata to be that chief creator. And I think he absolutely excelled. His reverse pass, that little swivel pass, um, well, I think it was to release Rashford was just fucking unreal, man. It was. It was. Absolute brain intelligence. Yeah. Just like, you just sit here. And it's like, you know when you just see like a, a machine like do something, like an, an actual like, an actual engine or something do something, you're like, oh, wow, that's fucking incredible. One matter is such a good brain. Most disappointing thing for me is, and I've always maintained it, if there was an intelligent manager we've had, probably... Probably Mourinho. I'm surprised Mourinho didn't move Matt deeper and deeper and deeper into a role where he could control a game. Like a Michael Carrick, like a Paul Skull, someone very, very deep, just to sit and be that sort of axis in the midfield, to spray the ball left, ball wide, just, just get it out and about. He's fast becoming more and more and more important. And unfortunately for him, he doesn't have the legs to, to play on the wing where Oli seems to love to stick him. But stick him next to Bruno Fernandes, and I think we've got a winner, boys. That's interesting. How would you balance that midfield out? Would you then stick um, Tom and a and Fred with with those two? Would you stick um, you know the two holding midfielders, or could you even gamble on a um, on a Van der Beek? Or you'd go you'd go for the diamond. You try and play this midfield diamond and 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 try and get. I mean, Fred. Fred's yeah, a I, I, have I, you I, noticed I, by I, the way? Matic is Matic is completely sort of being biffed. Yes, yeah, silent. Guys, I just want to get like, your perspective on this because obviously I've not spoken to you guys before. What do you guys think of Fred? Okay. What, like, genuinely, what do you think of, of Fred? And, and how important is he to this Oli Sertum? Uh, well, at the moment, he's the, he's the best in that position. And I tell you why, because he's got the legs. And we don't have anybody else that has that amount of energy that can, run, that, that can um, break up a game just like Fred. I don't think he's the future. I've got to be controversial. I think he's probably 80% of the player we need in that position. Um, but he's, he, he's important to us for those reasons. Matic doesn't have the legs anymore. McTominay, I love. He's still coming through. Um, that's my opinion. What do you think, Mr. Aaron Paul? Oh, well, it's it's funny because we have midfielders that blow hot and cold like a boiler on a bad day. You know, McTominay will 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 give will be world class in a lot of games, and and I mean, let's be fair. On Saturday, he he did his job um, efficiently. 
Not 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 spectacularly, but efficiently. Pogba, I've never personally been a fan of. I just don't think you should go back. As my old man always says to me, never get back with an ex-girlfriend. And let's be fair, Pogba is that ex-girlfriend that cheated on you with your best mate, had a baby with you know your your your, your third uncle twice removed, and then came back as like, wow. oh, I really love you. He's just he's he's a bit of a slag for me. Do you know what I mean? I'm not a fan. I'm not a fan. Um, you know, we have midfielders in there that... I mean, Bruno's the most consistent, let's be fair. Matic will blow hot and cold. Matt will blow hot and cold. Van der Beek hasn't really settled yet. It's a, just a constant rotation game for Oli. Let's be fair, he doesn't actually know his best side. He doesn't he know how to implement the players into a system which you can build on consistently. And if, that's a worrying thing because if you look at certain teams, and I'm going to look at Liverpool, They've built themselves on this 4-3-3 slash 4-2-3-1 and it doesn't change. They don't mess around. It seems like Oli's biffed this five at the back as well now. I don't know if we'll ever see that coming back again unless we play some super, super, super big clubs and 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 sort of, you know, I don't know, and, and, and we're going to be up against it. He seemed to have rested on this 4-2-3-1 this, this slash 4-3-3. I'd just like to see him have a settled midfield really settle in nicely. Get a midfield that's going to consistently play games for you. If Pogba's going to be part of it, he's going to be part of it. If he's not, tell him to fuck off. Get his agent on the blower and get rid of him. Yeah? Just a little note on, on Pogba because I totally agree with you, Shez. He was fucking yeah. appalling. But yeah, he still made Garth Brooks's, uh, Garth Crooks's um, team of the week. And I don't think that's difficult, Ben. <laughs> <laughs> Bastard. <laughs> I would have... I would have pulled him off at half time, and that's not a euphemism. I would have stuck someone else on that. I just and he's come out this week talking about how COVID really ruined him and it's it's taken away a lot of his match fitness. You can't keep using that excuse. I there's how many how many new dawns is Pogba gonna have? And yeah, yeah you're right, you're right, you're absolutely how many minutes right. We're gonna waste on him in every podcast, but I just had to put in put it out there. I do agree with you, Shares, and I do agree with Aaron. Pogba, he's, he's just not there. Um, you know what, do you know what you pisses me off? Ben, ben, do you know what really pisses me off? You, we've all seen it, but have you seen the calibre of the man when he plays for France? Yeah, it's I know. fucking ridiculous. I don't get what's going on. Like, um, like, does he think... I'm just trying to get into his mind because it's easy for us to always criticise him, right? But I'm just Does he think... Sometimes I get this vibe that he feels that the other players are not on his wavelength. Obviously, that's not a good thing. But sometimes he thinks that where he's got Griezmann, Kante, and the, uh, Mbappe, and, and all the best players in the world playing with him, he feels as though, like, if I try pulling something off, they're not on my level. I know Fernandez, obviously, he, he speaks very highly of. But I'm just trying to get into his mind. How can you be so brilliant and excel so much for the national side and be so shit for United? It's a really good question. I think it is attitude. I think it's a superiority complex. I think it's um, a, a laziness. And I think part of him just doesn't want to be there. What's your thought about Fred? I'll be honest with you. I, I completely, completely disagree with you about I think we, we uh, the United fans that big Fred up talk about how he's improved. He's improved because he was absolutely shambolically shit and now he's just shit I think he gives the ball away I said this to Aaron last week over a shisha pipe um, and, we're, and, we're not endo- and we're not endorsing shisha um, but um, 
uh, like um, he, I think he gives the ball away. I think he's 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 sloppy. That's why I think Fred is. I think he's sloppy. There's nothing which is um, like I don't know, like like uh, stylish about his play. I know you're going to say to me he's a defensive midfielder. He's going to break up play. That's his job. Blah blah blah. But when Kante does it or when someone else does it, there's a bit more of a swag and a bit of a style about it. And I'll be honest with you, when Fred's on the ball, I expect mistakes. I don't know why I'm a I'm a like Aaron said I'm a McTominay man you know I think he's got loads to learn he's got loads to develop but he does the he plays the game very simply right he'll pass the ball and release the ball when he needs to he'll get in, get stuck in when there's a challenge and and he makes very few mistakes I don't know if you guys can correct me but I don't see McTominay fucking up that much okay he won't do something which is wow but he's consistent he does his job and he gets off the pitch right. Um, I'll be honest with you, I'm not a Fred fan at all, Ben. No, I agree with you on McTominay. I say he's still coming through because he's got a lot to learn, but I, I would take McTominay at, staying at that club any day of the week. Fred is, at the moment, the one with most experience and the legs, and we don't have anybody else in who, yeah. can, do what, who can do that. Yeah, McTominay maybe in a year or two, but at this moment in time, Matic, mate. I would, Matic. I would sell Matic if we got any money from him. I'd get rid. I would. I could sell Fred if he if we got any money from him. I'd never sell McTominay, um, and I would buy somebody that has the caliber of um, of a Kante. In fact, mm. who's that? Who, who, who in the world is the, mid, the, the midfield? The midfielder we should be going out and getting is Ruben Neves, mate. Really? He's Ruben Neves. He's unreal. He's unreal. There's this player at Ren that they're talking about. I can't pronounce his last name without make it starts with a C. Can uh... I know who you're talking about? I know who you're talking about. Um but he's, he's supposed to be really, really good. Um I don't know, but there are yeah, none of them are the finished article. But Tomine's got youth on his side, the others really don't. Oh, yeah. Camavinga. That's the one. Have yeah. you noticed we're just like stockpiling midfielders now? Yeah, but we need to offload a whole bunch of them. Yeah, but, but yeah, the we... problem is we've got dickheads running the club, so they don't know how to offload stuff. Mate. Literally, it's it, it's just, yeah, their sales technique is is, is really, really poor. Uh, before I bo- burst a blood vessel, we're going um, to take a short pause. This is the Manchester United Redcast. We're back on the other side. If you want an e-bike that doesn't look like it's made for the shopping precinct, something that's less Mr Bean and more Steve McQueen, check out the range of bikes from London-based Cooler King. From dope 250-watt city bikes to Harley Bobber-inspired 750-watt beasts that can tear your face off while leaving your smile intact. Cooler Kings are made in limited numbers, yet highly affordable. Check them out now on the web at cooler.bike or find them on Instagram with hashtag CoolerKingBike. Cooler.bike. E-bikes that are cool AF.
Yeah, this is the Manchester United Redcast. Welcome back. Delighted to have you with us once again and delighted to be talking to you off the back of a win. Thank fuck we didn't do a show last Thursday because I was depressed to fuck. It wasn't good. Uh, ben Paul is with me, my, um, my 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 more handsome, fertile brother, if you like. Um, Shez Lahar, Shazad Lahar, brand new, brand new, new edition. Our transfer window is open. We brought him in um, to add a bit of... Um, Je ne sais quoi to, to our pod. He's with us. Someone who doesn't add much je ne sais quoi for me and is starting to really piss me off again as he does every season is Anthony Martial, guys. Standard procedure. Martial. He just winds me up as usual. I get frustrated when I see him. First, he starts crying over a shirt number. What the fuck is he crying about this season? But well, well, come on, man, come on. Well, as we said, as we said on our little uh, WhatsApp chat as the game was going along on uh, midweek, I would have just walked him off the pitch after that miss. I wouldn't have even substituted. I would have done the ultimate humiliation, like when they took James Brown off stage. You put a cloak on him and you just walk him off, and you just <laughs> into the changing room, and you just fucking lock him in there. He. That was the pivotal moment against PSG. We would not 3-1 losers in the same way we weren't 3-1 winners against West Ham. And it's his fucking fault. All he has to do is the simplest of things. And we would have turned that match around and we would have won because we deserve to win against PSG. Yeah. Um, Who called it? Was it Neville that called him a fraud? Oh, Oh, oh. yeah, yeah. We, we, we like. I don't. I, I, if you told me, give me um, Martial's best attributes, I'd say he's got a bit of skill about him. Um, I'd say uh, he's got a decent finish when he wants. But the biggest thing that always comes out is fucking inconsistent. Like you will not have a run of games where Martial will be absolutely brilliant, being pivotal to the side and being that target man that he supposedly says he is. And he does. Oli said this in, in, in interviews in the past where he says, Martial says to me, make me the man where, you know, balls come into me and chances come through to me. But he's a fucking piece of shit. He goes <laughs> missing. He, he goes missing. This is what I really don't understand. He goes missing. When Rashford's playing badly, he's playing badly, but he's still involved in the gameplay, right? With Martial, I don't know what the fuck's going on. And, and you know what? We keep saying, oh, but you know what? He's got potential. How, how fucking old is he now? He's 25. He's, tw- he's going to be 25 very soon. Okay, all right, so he does, he does have some years. But, but, but what I'm saying is, he's been there long enough to piss us off every year. No, no, he's, he's come of age now. He should be the player we expected him to be right now. And I think we have to plan ahead without either of those Frenchmen. And I think when you've got the likes of Greenwood in the team and you've got the likes of, of Cavani and Rashford, we don't have to worry about Martial anymore. Mm. He, it, was, yeah. it was his birthday on Saturday as well. And he got subbed deep. Was it his birthday? Yeah. Oh, wow. He's a luxury happy, player happy now. Birthday, mate. Happy he's birthday, mate. Be shit. Fuck him. Um, right, Jets, let's look ahead to the, the, the Champions League. Cue the theme tune. We don't have a theme tune. Um, RB Leipzig, we need a point. I'm worried because it this just looks like, you know when you're playing Mario Kart and you see like a line of banana skins? It just looks like bananaskins.com. I'm very, 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 very worried um, about uh, this. Then yeah. again, I'm very worried about United. United just... It's not good for your mental health supporting this club. Let me just tell you that, boys. It, it really drains you. But um, I, I think we'll get the point. I think we'll scrape it at points. But I'm, I'm just very, very concerned. I don't know about you. I mean, put it this way. You know in the league how we've 
we've gone down and we've still had a sense of confidence that we're going to come. If we go down midweek uh, uh, in, uh, in the Champions League, I don't know if we'll be able to come back. I do think we'll get the point. I do think we'll, we'll go through, but but um, it's going to be a massively tricky one. As you said, banana, banana skin. This is a team we beat 5-0. This is a team whose um, who's, who's, uh, quality and uh, has been erratic over the course of the last few games. They're, they're, they're Leipzig. They're without Upper Meccano, the best centre-half. I think we should be a little bit more optimistic, but only if we get the team um, strategy correct. And it's... It's a mystery to me. I don't know. Do we play two defensive midfielders and hit them on the on the counter because we know that Leipzig need to beat us, or do we just get, fucking go for it and and play our best players? What would you guys do? <laughs> well, God, God, yes, God. Judge, like when you think about this, you're like. What the fuck are we talking about, man? Seriously, like, do we play our best players? It's the fucking Champions League, mate. It's the Champions League. I feel like Claudio Ranieri. Like, you know, dilly ding, dilly dong, we're in Champions League, man. Like, literally, we should be going out there playing our best squad. Then again, we've got City on side, don't we? Don't but no, but then again, Aaron, what is our best squad? What is our first best well, That's what I was about to say. You know what? Like, under Sir Alex, obviously, God, you know, we, we basically... We, we we knew what the best squad was. During that 08-09 season, we knew exactly how they're going to Right now, you know, it's like roulette. Every time that you just don't know what's going to come out of, you know, on that team sheet. I haven't got a clue. I haven't got a clue. I can't even tell you if De Gea or Henderson are going to play. I think it'll probably be De Gea because he was rested in, in air quotes. Me. For me, I think, I can't stand it when we play with two defensive midfielders. It's not the United I like and, and want to watch. When I say the best players, for me, Van der Beek is looking good in the centre of midfield. He won't play him. He's on the bench. Pogba should be playing. He should be stepping up to this. He's what he, you know. He's world class in many, many minds. He should be stepping up in a game like this. But he'll probably be on the bench. We'll probably play with really defensive midfielders. We'll probably have McTominay in there. We'll probably have Matic in there. I don't know what formation he's going for. But I've got a feeling he's just going to play it so cautious, which always gives me the fear that we get hit. And as as Chez says, if we get hit first, are we uh, it's going to be a struggle to come back. I would We're love away, it, which is good. Um, We're away. We like playing away, don't we? <laughs> yeah, sure. But I would love it if we went out there with if Cavani was fit. We have Rashford and Greenwood, and we have Bruno, and then we have. You know, at least one creative player behind them. If that's a Van der Beek or Pogba in that role, give it, you know, possibly. But I just want to go out and attack. And players that have to start for me. Lee Grant in goal. Marcos Rojo. Phil Jones. Jesse Lingard. Dan James. Fosu Mensah. Igalo. Anyone else we can find in that squad? It's Smalling, no, Andres, Pereira, Dallow. Anyone want to come back offline? Start them all. Start them all. Right. <laughs> do you know what? Do you know what the mad thing is? Um, uh, what Ben said sounds really, really exciting. And if they, if if Oli has the balls to do that, it'd be great. But I think I'm going to agree with what he said earlier. 
We're going to probably play two uh, defensive midfielders. Matic is going to be too slow for the game. I know we keep our experience, experience, experience. Personally, for me, when I see Matic play, especially in the Champions League, I feel as though the game's too quick for him. Okay, um, And uh, I think we are, we're going to play two defensive midfielders. He probably won't play Van der Beek, who's who's the most exciting player at the moment in midfield, I think, or has the potential to become one of our most integral players. Um, and I want him to start with Cavani. Uh, and I want, uh, I don't know how he do this, but I want to see sort of Rashford and Greenwood behind him with that explosive pace. And then Fernandez behind that, creating those chances. But as he said, he's probably going to go for two defensive midfielders and, and try shut the game off as he loves doing. It's risky. It's, it's a gamble. There's talks. There's talks of Axel coming back for this game. <laughs> he gives me. He, he makes me smile. I just love him. I love him. Another one. Yeah, the Academy Boys give you a smile. The Academy Boys plus Bruno. They are. You know, they're the future. We love seeing those players come through. The Academy Boys plus Bruno plus Andrew Mann make me smile. Andrew Mann makes me smile. Gents, um, very very quickly, we've got about three minutes left on this. Um, City at the weekend. Are they there for the taking? Yes, yes, yes. 100%. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes, they are. Definitely. Is um, anyone else want to sort of just like add on that or just... <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Go on, Ben. Go on, Ben. <laughs> no. I mean, we're ahead of them in the league. They've got a few crucial injuries. They haven't hit form. If there's ever a time for taking them, it's us. Um, right. It's right now. It's, you know... Of course, we, you know, we're United, they're City, of course. Uh, it's just truth and reality, who knows? Two big games coming up this week. I really want to sort of end this pod on a, a fantastic quote uh, from from Jose Mourinho. I'm unfortunately misprepared, so I don't have the quote to hand. Um, but yeah, he, he, he came out with a quote about um, Pep Guardiola's bald head proving that he doesn't enjoy football. Um, he said everyone has his style of play which should be respected football can be spectacular in several ways and basically he then goes on and says if you enjoy what you're doing you don't lose your hair he's got a bald head Guardiola doesn't enjoy football and I, I really I quite enjoy that I quite enjoy that from Jose I, I quite enjoy that by the way anyone else having Spurs to win the league yet? No way they're yeah. going to fall off yeah. inconsistent pricks yeah. they're always the bridesmaids it's, yeah, not going to happen. If, if if they can do it so that Liverpool and City won't win it, I'll take that. I will have yeah, I'd, I'd rather have it than Frank Lampard. Yeah, of course. <laughs> to be fair, the, the, the other team that I'd want to win it would be Leicester, but that's probably not going to happen. Okay, fair enough. Yeah. I mean, uh, how's it going to go? Go on, Ben. Go on. As much as I hate Mourinho, I would rather he win the league than yeah, City or Liverpool. Liverpool for sure. Exactly, exactly, exactly. Um, yeah, gents, United taking on Leipzig away in the Champions League tomorrow night. How's it going to go? We'll beat him. We'll beat him. We'll beat him two 0 Yeah, I'm going to go positive. I want to end it positively. We'll win. I don't know, one nil. I think we'll concede. You know, I'm going to go two one, uh, and then City. At home, City. At home on uh, on 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 Saturday, I can tell you, Andrew Mann is probably preparing for this already. Like just like, just just like sort of psyching himself up for it, like the monk from Meme Machine. Um, guys, how's it going to go? United taking on City. I'm praying for a win, but I'm scared. I'm really scared. As long as we don't do a Tottenham, I, I, we're at home, aren't we? Two all. Really, two all. Mm. 
I think we can go for the win, man. I think 2-1 United. There you go. Gents, thank you very much for joining us. We've got less than a minute on this pod, thanks to Zoom. But uh, yeah, my name's Aaron Paul. He's been Chesla, and uh, Ben Paul has been with us as well. This is the Manchester United Redcast. We're back next week. Until then, come on, you Reds. This is a playback media production. Get all the associated links for this podcast at unitedredcast.com. Sports Social Podcast Network. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.